life in Berlin has gone completely mad. No one who has not lived through this himself can understand what it's like. I suppose if the troops are suffering in the trenches, then we, in the normal world, have to go through something too. But this is not normal. This is chaos, multiplied by 99. Orders. Counter orders. Counter, counter order orders. No one has any idea of what we should be doing. Or why we're doing it. People go around like they're half asleep. Hypnotized by the amount of work that's expected of them. Focused on the details while oblivious of the big picture and achieving nothing. I learned a lot from my uncle, who's in the thick of all this. We only see the poor fellow at breakfast, if we see him at all. Sometimes he's so overloaded with the weight of his post and the hopelessness of it all that he tells me state secrets that could get him arrested. I keep them to myself, but it all adds up. He's human. He has to tell someone. The militarists are in charge. Hindenburg and Ludendorff. They had success with their first campaign and encircled the Russian army. 150,000 Russian casualties against just 50,000 of ours. Everyone thought that they were military geniuses who would go on doing that kind of thing and win great victories for the fatherland. But it didn't turn out like that. No one knows what to do, so in the absence of any other ideas, Hindenburg and his sidekick take us deeper and deeper into this colossal mess. I have this sense that we will look back on our time as the most extraordinary blunder ever made. We made it. And now it seems there's no way back. My uncle says since 1900 there have been people saying that the war was inevitable. That we were being set up for this. But did anyone know it would drag on for so long? Every day we lose. Well, who knows how many? One thousand? Two thousand lives? And the enemy too. Lives no different from our own. Snuffed out by shells, bombs, bullets, bayonets, mud, disease and the despair. We continue to read about the glory of war and the ultimate victory that will be ours, but the people, we see through that. There's a great yearning from the German people for peace. And what do we get instead? Eh? Hindenburg and Ludendorff convincing the Kaiser to renew their policy of, of sinking every ship that moves so we can mount a blockade that will force the Allies to capitulate? I could have told them the result of that. America, for some reason, didn't like its ships being torpedoed to enter the war. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Some people say that spells our doom. But the high command is relying on the time it will take for America to train and arm their troops, hoping that with a big push from us, the victory can be ours before they get here. It's madness. We are all bogged down. Nothing can happen. Ugh. If I need proof of the futility of this all, I can only read the dispatches that come in here. Ah, here. 
most highly respected sir. <laughs> yeah. This regard to order number 471-3, dated 15th June 1917. Please amend line 7 through 13. Transcript A16 on page 3 of this memorandum and forward to the following departments with instructions to immediately... This is ridiculous. How can you do anything when no one has a clue about where we're going? Deeper and deeper into hell, that's where it feels like we're going. Look at the world. In various parts of Europe, whole armies of refugees are roaming from place to place. In Russia, there's nine million of them. One in 20 of the entire population. And closer than that, people are dying of malnutrition and typhus right here in Berlin. Last winter, the potatoes failed and we had to live off turnips. If you can call that living. People said the farmers were hoarding their crops. Even our soldiers are malnourished. Unlike the English, who by all accounts have everything they could wish for. Ah, boys go crazy when they take an English position and see the abundance of supply. We Germans, with our superior tactical ability, make better soldiers than any other nation, but how can we win the war if we don't have any food? We should call this war off and be done with it. It's become a farce. Now people are saying that Woodrow Wilson will save us from ourselves. I don't trust him myself. It's possible to end a war and find that it continues in a different form. I believe that behind the people we fight against, with whom I frankly have no problem, there exists an enemy that is dedicated to our destruction and ruthlessly working towards that aim. We need to stand up to it with something more powerful than bullets. That's what I think. Oh, God, I get very depressed about all this. My thoughts, they go round and round. It's just simply that ordinary people like myself make simply no impression on these events. We're like rabbits who are blinded by the lights before the hunter shoots them dead. We feel so incredibly helpless. That's why I decided a little while ago to request a personal interview with a certain Dr. Rudolf Steiner who has set up residence here at 17 Mottstrasse. <laughs> Some people say he has the answers to everything. My uncle has known him personally for years. He told me that when they were younger, he and his friends would, would call Steiner the walking encyclopedia. They would try and find something he didn't know about, some obscure moth in South America or, or some mushroom or some random date in 1802, but they never caught him out. Two years ago, I went with my uncle to one of the men's lectures. And although I didn't understand it, I, I felt impressed. Well, was uncle too busy to do anything, I've been going by myself. It's one of the few activities that really lifts my spirits. Anyway, yesterday, on Wednesday, 20th of June, at 4.30pm, the moment came. I was finally admitted into the great man's room.